the Untitled Wrestling Podcast is proudly sponsored by Thatchface, taming beards and saving lives. Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. You are tuned in to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, hosted by Troy, Jay and Aaron. I'm Troy, joined by Jay and Aaron, and this is the Untitled Wrestling Podcast review of Smack Diddly Down. But before we get to that, we've got some tidbits, haven't we, Aaron? Do I see them? Oh, I do. Show me, <laughs> show me your tidbits. <laughs> Let me squeeze those tidbits. <laughs> Just like Pear Blackie. <laughs> Not a friend of the podcast. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Why do we just squeeze Purpalaki in there? That's the mate. Makes a change for him squeezing us, eh? <laughs> anyway, uh, it's the 28th today, so we're doing the 28th and 29th, so let's crack on, shall we? Um, there's not actually that much for the 28th, more birthdays than anything. Okay. So... In 1974, Rob Conway is born. Rob Conway? Yeah. Why does that sound familiar? Um, Pe- Pepe Le Pew and Resistance. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Fucking hell. The whole damn world wants that, that is to a, look at me. That, that is the standard we have got. Wow. <laughs> For the first time. <laughs> oh, what a time to be alive. 19, in 1981, Eric Rowan is born. Oh, yes, Redbeard. Where is he now? Um, he was in anything? NLW or whatever it was, was he not? He's in a uh, United Wrestling Network. Um, Network. Network. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is he just going under? Is it Eric Redbeard or just Redbeard? Or Eric Redbeard. Yeah. You nice. people in shit out of Darren Young got DQ'd. <laughs> I like him. A lot of time for him. It's a shame. Uh, shame wasn't used properly. Two years later, in 1983, Summer Rae is born. Hey, what's she doing now? She's not just a model nowadays. Oh, okay. Conventions. Uh, in 1985, NWA... You want to, mate? Can I say it like there? I said like Jimmy for South Park there. <laughs> 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 NWA presents Starcade in 98. Yeah, fucking hell. Man. Fucking hell, mate. Use your words. What are you doing? Oh, no. eh? Better than this. Jesus. In 1985, NWA presents Starcade from the Greensboro Cal. Call that? Call fucking hell. <laughs> are you sure about that, Aaron? <laughs> Been drinking. <laughs> oh Lord of mercy! You shave a couple of brain cells off with your head. <laughs> NWA presents Starcade from the Greensboro Coliseum Complex in North Carolina, and and the Omni Coliseum in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm glad we got through that. 
Hang on, it was in two different locations. Yeah. Okay. Half, half, half the matches at one, half the matches at the other. Right. Um, so, oh, like they did with, was it Mania when they split it? No, Mania two. Different. Yeah. The other okay. three different cities. I see. Um, Magnum TA beat Tully Blanchard in an I Quit Steel Cage match for the US title. All right. Um, Rock and Roll Express beat Ivan and Nikita Koloff in a steel cage for the NWA World Tag Titles. Lots of steel cages going on. I see a thing. Yeah. Uh, there's quite a few. Uh, su- superstar Billy Graham beat the Barbarian in an arm wrestling match. Fuck. <laughs> Fucking arm wrestling matches. Triple uh, H and Scott Steiner had one of those as well, didn't they? Yeah. Bobby Lashley had one. And a pose up, yeah. Bobby Lashley and Braun had one. Mark Nonsense. Henry and Cena not have one as well. Oh, shit. Yeah. I've just realised I left something off news. Bloody hell. Oh, Scott Steiner's was... nephew is having a WWE trials, isn't he? Nice. Uh, be all right. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> Ma- I just said it now. <laughs> Manny, Manny Fernandez beat Abdullah the Butcher in a Mexican death match. I don't know what the difference between me- Mexican and normal is. I, I don't think the country makes a difference. It's no. <laughs> still a death match. Stick any in a, we'll have a we'll have a Dundee death match. Sure. Bet, bet you Abdullah the Butcher still stuck his fork in his head. <laughs> his own head. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Minnesota Wrecking Crew, Arn and Ole Anderson, beat Wahoo McDaniel and Billy Jack Haynes for the NWA National Tag Titles. Nice. Wahoo McDaniel, longest ever yes. intercontinental champion? US. US, sorry, that's it. Yes. Yep. Um, I say the longest ever intercontinental. That's the Honky Tonky Man. The Honky Tonk Man! Because he's a Honky Tonk Man! He's a Honky Tonk Man! <laughs> He's cool, he's cocky, he's bad. <laughs> um, Available I'm... for christenings, weddings, bar mitzvahs. <laughs> that one was for free. Barbershop trio. Completely <laughs> <laughs> and do ma- a quartet. <laughs> <laughs> in the main event, Dusty Rhodes beat Ric Flair for the NWA World Heavyweight title. Nice. Um, and finally on... 28 on the oh, fucking hell <laughs> you well, are having words. an absolute mare aren't you speaking ponglish a day man finally on the 28th we're going from 1985 all the way to 2016 where on an episode of Raw Sasha Banks beat Charlotte in a Falls Count Anywhere match to become Raw Women's Champion nice I remember that that's right yeah well We'll head over to the 29th now. In 1942, Mean Gene Okerlund is born. Yes, Mean Gene. Rest in peace. In 1949, Dutch Mantel and Jerry the King Lawler are born. Dutch Mantel. What's his name? Uh, Zeb Coulter. Zeb Coulter, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Dutch Mantel. Zebediah. <laughs> Zebediah. Uncle Zebediah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, in 1966, John Bradshaw Layfield is born. Boo! Boo. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
Look at that tash. <laughs> Obviously, and listeners, you won't see what we're seeing, but Jay's changes background to, to Zeb Coulter's magnificent tash. <laughs> Look on his face. <laughs> nice. Um. And in 1968, last birthday, Hayabusa is born. Hayabusa. Rest in peace, Hayabusa. That was more for Jay than anything, really. The name's familiar. (laughs) I can't think of who they are. The name's very familiar. Yeah. Japanese wrestler broke his neck in a very, very nasty spot. (sighs) Oh, dear. He died as a result of the leg. No, well, he died from complications of it eventually, but like he was paralyzed for years. Oh, dear. Uh, well, after that, we're going to get even more depressing. In 1999, Thanks, giant, giant Haystacks passes away from cancer. He was age 52. Fucking hell, is that all? Yeah, man. Uh, we're going to stick to the same day in 1999 on an episode of Nitro. The WCW <coughs> TV title is abandoned when Scott Hall throws a title in a bin. Oh. Um, but on the same show, Juventud Guerrero beat Jushin Thunder Liger to win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title. This would be the first time the title changes hands on American soil. I was going to say, that has never been a thing, had it? No. Damn. I bet that was a decent match, you know. Juventud Guerrero was. was fucking awesome. And obviously Thunder Liger, yeah. Liger's awesome. Yeah, man. Um, still staying on 1999, on an episode of Raw... The infamous kayfabe marriage of Triple H and Stephanie McMahon happened. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, which one? The one in the car or the one in the ring? The, the one in Vegas. <laughs> oh, the, the real right. one then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Worked himself into issue. <laughs> um. And finally, for the 29 fan tidbits, on Raw in 2010, Sheamus became king when he beat John Morrison in the final of the 2010 King of the Ring. Nice. King Sheamus. Was this when they still sort of semi-gave a shit about King of the Ring? Semi. As opposed to now, where it's just Baron Corbin's been reigning King of the Ring for about 10 years. years. (laughs) (laughs) 10 years. I'd like to see, we were saying this the other day, it was off the back of Raw. Um, it would be nice to see that come back Goodbye. and then, then treat it properly. And uh, what's his name? Why well, I've forgotten his name. Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods. I kept thinking of Austin Creed. I said, no, no, it's, it's not it. Yeah, it'd be cool to see him win it. He wants that crown. Um, he wants that crown. He's going to get that crown. On the same show, Miz beat Jerry the King Waller in a TLC match to retain the WWE title. Christ. Sorry, what? <laughs> in 2010, on the same show, Miz beat Jerry the King Lawler in a TLC match to retain the WWE title. Right. Some questions. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is Jerry the King Lawler doing in a TLC match? Well, At any time in his career? This, this was the part where Miz was like, ah, you're a nobody. I'm the... Big guy, you've never had a shot at the WWE title in your whole career, and that's how. So it was. I'm gonna give it you didn't, on TV. Didn't feud with Lola for like three months over the belt. Wow, it was... still I've... trying to get 
That's how it all stemmed off from, really, was just that you never had a shot at the title. Pants. Happened. Pants. (laughs) Yeah, that that is my tidbits. There wasn't really much, but that's what you got. There was some nice takeaways there. There were some nice ones. There was some garbage, but that's not your fault. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to de- deal with the hand you're dealt with. Yep. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Uh, shall we move on to some smack diddly down? Go Let's on do then. It. So we open with Jey Uso coming down to the ring, um, talking about the Survivor Series pay-per-view, saying that people should be talking about Roman and not Undertaker. He then goes to introduce Roman and comes out quite excitable and um, hyped up. Michael Cole, Michael Cole goes, it's been a tough week for the man known as Main Event Uso. Who's calling him that? Maggle. <laughs> apart from you, apart from you, Maggle. <laughs> Apparently it's a thing now. Michael Cole's speaking out of his behind once this is, again. It's the Scottish Warrior all over again. <laughs> so yeah, Jay. <laughs> Jay goes to introduce Roman um, and is quite excited about it, but Roman interrupts him slightly earlier. His music just comes out and walks down. Um, Heyman um, takes the mic from Jay to give to Roman, and Jay looks quite put out by this. Roman, Roman Reigns, when he comes out as massive CGI man, did anyone notice that he had new white like effects around it, as in it made an impact onto the floor? No. Oh. No, it didn't. look like it came from the sky and rah. Ah, no, I didn't. Yeah, it had new little CGI effect on it too. Does he still look like one of those chocolate it's Maltesers still, yeah, rabbit things? It's still the exact same <laughs> person thing, but yeah. I see. Nice. Um, we then get the recap of Roman giving Jay the dressing down at Survivor Series. Um, saying about, you know, if they don't respect you, they don't respect me, the family, etc., etc. Says, um, he says, I didn't need your help with Drew. Um, and he doesn't like the way that he's making him feel. And he's saying, I don't want people in the locker room and in the back to, to look at me and think that I'm a bitch and that I'm looking for Thanksgiving scraps. Um, and that's how Jay's making him feel. Uh, and it just glares him down and walks off. As Jay's exit in the ring, Otis's music comes on, who's due for his matchup. Uh, we think Jay's gone and then out of shot. Quite clever camera angle. We've spoken about this a few times with stuff. <laughs> out of nowhere, Jay comes and absolutely batters him with a so, chair, just so, repeatedly. But before this happens, uh, Graves goes, speaking of disappointment, then a little pop-up for Otis versus Fucking stop it, Graves. Stop being so horrible. <laughs> Bullying, bullying, so, so. bastard. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, bugger. <laughs> so, yeah, Jay absolutely wrecks Otis with the chair um, to prove a point, um, to try and redeem himself in the eyes of Roman. We then get uh, everyone's favourite, Rude. Oh, yes. <laughs> Rude and Ziggler. Rude rescue, yes. Coming out, cracking jokes about Otis. Uh, he's, he's got a lot on his plate. As no, usual. No, <laughs> no, no, Remember when um, Bobby Roode was the champion and he was relevant? And he was over as fuck. And now Didn't have that Dolph stink on him. He's hanging about with this loser. Dolph comes into the ring and says, Ah, oh, we're, we're a couple of aces. No. No, you're not. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you're definitely not. Just a couple of the bad aces. The only thing Dolph's an ace of is disappointment. <laughs> 
they call out the street prophets um, who then come out and say that <laughs> Dawkins, uh, sorry, um, Ford thinks that Dawkins, no, oh, give me words out. Ford thinks that Dolph is HBK and he says, you need to check your eyesight. It's not him. He's just a big fan of him. To which then he fucks up and starts talking about rude and saying, oh, about your, your you can yeah. only grow facial hair. You can only grow a little Dawkins. tash. When Rude stood in the ring with a full beard. Yeah. Dawkins' literal line was, man can only grow hair on one spot, his upper lip. Lies. Whilst he's got a massive... He's, he stood beard. there with more <laughs> facial hair than the four of them combined. Yeah. Dickhead. Um, anyway, this match, uh, Ziggler and Rude in control for most of the early going. Um, they both focus on the ribs of Ford, obviously playing back to the match against New Day where the ribs were injured. What, Aaron? No, no, carry on. Just Have carry you got on. something? I'll, I'll carry on. Okay, I thought, I thought you had something. No, no, there. carry on. Um, yeah, so they're in control for most of the early going. Uh, the heels focusing on the ribs <coughs> of Ford um, and doing them over for a bit. Ford makes uh, a hot tag uh, and brings in Dawkins, who hits a flurry of offense, hits that spinning neck breaker that he did at Survivor Series that looked really cool, which they still don't have a name for. Um, even Graves said, we saw that at Survivor or it might have been Cole. We saw that at Survivor Series. We still don't have a name for it. Um, I'll give it a couple of weeks before it gets something nonsense slapped on it, but it still looks cool. Um, Ford then hits Ziggler with an insiguri. Uh, as Ziggler rolls out the ring from behind, Rude grabs him for a sneaky, sneaky roll-up victory. Um, Do you know how yeah. you boys laughed at me when I says Dolphin uh, Rude would be Smackdown Tag Champs in 2021? Uh, we might get it a bit earlier, boys. Fucking best <laughs> not. It's coming. It's I, know, coming. I know we said uh, we were fed up of the Street Profits holding the belts, but I'd rather them hold it than it go to those two fucking bullshitters. <laughs> <laughs> They're rubbish. They're better as singles, guys. Uh, they are. I'd on, much rather... I'd much rather... I would, I would much rather see Dolph Ziggler in a meaningful mid-card run than just arsing about with Rude, annoying other tag teams. I mean, so would I, but we've got to take what we can Cosplaying get. Cosplaying as DX. <laughs> Cosplaying as a fucking D-rate DX. Dolph's a shit show, Michaels. Not even a shit Billy Gunn. <laughs> um, Rude's a shit Triple H. From 2012, which is saying something. <laughs> <laughs> after this we get a recap of Sami Zayn and Daniel Bryan from last week where he interrupted his interview um, then followed by an actual interview with Daniel Bryan um, and it sounds like it's him that might be going for the Intercontinental Championship however he does speak about Jay and Jay's demons and this that and the other um, so kind of mixed vibes as to where he might be going with the feud but I know we discussed on the news that the plan at some point will be for him to challenge Roman so we'll see where that goes uh, after this we get an interview with the Mysterios uh, and Murphy um, and just saying that they're proud to be a family and, and a unit and that they've got rid of that Seth Rollins stink they're then interrupted by Baron Corbin you got something Aaron? Just Ali wearing a bandana as a top that's all <laughs> well. was, that, was that a freebie at that's... Joe Samoa's or whatever it's called. 
don't know what the shitty restaurants are that you mentioned. Tony Macaroni. Tony Macaroni's. <laughs> free with every kid's meal. Uh, um, so, yeah, they're interrupted by Baron Corbin, um, who continues to shit stir um, and obviously pushing for a match later on in the night. We then get uh, an Undertaker recap. We don't Undertaker's to... final, final, final farewell. <laughs> we don't need any more of these. I swear <laughs> to fuck if we see another one of these next week. Um, yeah, you know get in the to. bin. You are. You know we're going to. No, we are. I just... Oh. Put it in Nonsense. the cupboard, let it go stale. <laughs> I've, I've skipped it every time. <laughs> yeah. After this, we get Sami Zayn coming down to the ring to face Daniel Bryan. But before Bryan comes out, Sami Zayn goes in hard on Thanksgiving and basically calls it a bullshit holiday and that Americans are celebrating being assholes, basically. And, and Eating processed fucking processed battery turkeys yeah (laughs) uh and americans are are celebrating robbing this and this that and the other um yeah goes in hard quite amusing uh the match itself uh, daniel bryan on top before the match kevin dunn pressed a yes button in time this week well done kevin well done kevin dunn you done your job right big clap for kevin well done kevin well done lad Um, yeah, Daniel Bryan on top from the early going. Uh, Zane takes over after Bryan hits the barricade outside, jumps off from, I think it's from the top turnbuckle. Uh, Zane catches him, knocks him into the barricade. <clears throat> uh, he then hits a brain buster on Bryan on the apron, which looked nasty. Brain buster! Um, follows up with a blue thunderbomb for a two count. Zane then runs off out the ring like towards the back, up the ramp, followed um, by Brian. And the ref starts counting. They both disappear and go backstage. Sammy then comes running back down the ramp to beat the count and wins the match. After the match, uh, we see Jay beating up Daniel Bryan backstage, which would explain why he obviously didn't make it to the ring. KO then intervenes, breaks things up to check on Daniel Bryan. Uh, and then is out for justice and wants a match with Jey Uso. Um, just a few quick things as we breezed through that. Um, uh, when the Blue Thunder bomb gets hit, um, Corey Graves goes, Michael Cole, do you know why it's called the Blue Thunder bomb? Oh, yeah, I didn't hear what he said. What um, did Mike, he say? Michael Cole goes, No, why? And then he just goes, Well, you should have done your research. <laughs> so. So, so, um, so, no, Aaron did. Aaron did. <laughs> it's, it's nothing too major. Basically, a guy called Jun Akiyama is the innovator of the move. So, I assume Sami Zayn would just be like a fan of his and just stole it from him, really. Okay. Like, there was nothing else to it, really, but there you go. I wonder why it's called Blue Thunder, though. Interesting. We'll have a look. Anyway, moving on. Uh, we then get Jay talking to Roman. Um, and then they're interrupted by KO. Uh, says that he treats his family, says that Roman treats his family like garbage. Um, and Roman wants KO to fear him and 
he doesn't want everyone around there to to not fear him. They want when they look at him to be scared of him. And he sort of blames Jay and what happened at Survivor Series um, for people in the locker room and and, and the back uh, not giving them the respect that he thinks he deserves. Um, so obviously that's like I said, sort of playing into later on down the line um, um, with Jay and Ko. Yeah, one of the final lines is just I take pride in how my sons look at me. Oh yeah, is that one? Yeah, you should as well. Basically, is how yeah. it goes with that. Their interactions throughout the night were really, really good. Yeah, um, yeah, really, really good. We then get Natalia against Bianca Belair. Natalia Natal- with a job as entrance. How it should be <laughs> <laughs> before the match starts. Then interrupted by Bailey, who's still wearing a captain's armband from Survivor Series. Um. I didn't write too much on this match. It wasn't I just there wasn't anything to shout home about. Um, and I kind of get bored with Natalia matches quite quickly. Um, there was just there was a lot of arguing between Bailey and Michael Cole during yeah, this yeah, yeah. about Survivor Series and stuff. Um, there was a cool surfboard stretch by oh, Natalia. It's it? the move. It's the move. I've noted that Dan. It's yeah, the move that she tried surfboard. to do in Survivor Series, but yeah. fucked it. Do you remember she when tried she it? She just bit. fell over. Yeah. So she tries that and obviously manages to get it. Um, she got the surfboard stretch this time. <laughs> Michael Cole on commentary shit stirring saying, uh, well, Peyton Royce pinned you. How do you feel about that? Because Natalia managed to tap her out the other week. So have you ever taken a whatever it was by Peyton Royce? I can't so remember. A suplex what or something yeah. or whatever. And she Net she breaker. even calls out Michael Cole as like like, you know, get in the ring, I'll take you. He's just like I've, no, I've been okay. wanting this since the summer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, Michael Cole calls Bianca Belair an uber athlete. Why? He said that last week about someone as well. Because I ripped it down. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. Get in the bin, Maggle. Um, we then get uh, a bit of a flurry on the outside between Belair and Natalia. And oh. I think Natalia goes to hit Belair and misses. And Bailey stood behind, and then they kind of switch round, and Bianca goes to hit Natalia. Natalia moves and ends up hitting Bailey instead. Obviously, Bailey's furious. The two women get back in the ring, and then Bailey gets in as well to cause the DQ. Start calling Bianca one punch woman because that's all it did to take clean Bailey right it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, she comes. Actually, no, sorry, it didn't cause the DQ. What am I on about? She comes into no, the ring. Yeah, she comes into the ring. She's on the apron, uh, and Belair um, knocks Natalia into Bailey. So Bailey falls off. Then Belair wins via roll up off the rebound of the ropes. Um, yeah, it's uh, Bailey it's nice doesn't to... actually get in the ring once. No, she's, she's on, on the, the apron, apron. But she doesn't get in the ring. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's good. Bianca Belair's got a win under her belt because she's excellent, but I'd rather see her get a win in a, a much more meaningful fashion. And over not, Natalia, not just over Natalia and a roll up and a roll ups <laughs> come as a result of a distraction. Um, yeah. The fact is I went over Natalia by distraction. Yeah. It's just <laughs> a bit much. Disappointing. <laughs> it's disappointing. Um, but obviously this is leading on to, well, in my opinion, this is going to lead on to Belair versus Bailey at some point, which I think could be a really, really good match when that happens. 
So we'll see. I think they're, they're, they're going to feud for a little bit off the back of this. Following up, we get Postman Pierce and Paul Heyman backstage. Um, we don't hear what they're saying, but obviously Paul Heyman's up to something and, and negotiating something or other. Then following on for this, we get Murphy versus Corbin um, on his way. I, have you got his, the same as me? <laughs> yeah, on his way down to the ring, Corey says, did someone order a knife in the back? Fucking hell, Corey. Come on. <laughs> He's got his absolute salt on this week, hasn't he? <coughs> so uh, we get Murphy versus Corbin. Um, Corbin's on top for kind of most of the match, but we get this constant um, distraction of, of the Mysterious on the outside from Aaliyah, Dominic and Ray. Um, Murphy eventually beats Corbin um, by, I think he, he pins Corbin. Yeah, hits the V-trigger. <laughs> but it's not called that. It's just a flash knee strike in WWE. <laughs> the Murphy trigger. Um, yeah, he, he hits that, pins Murphy right next to the ropes. Uh, sorry, pins Corbin right next to the ropes. Corbin gets a leg up onto the rope, but Dom pushes it off before the referees had a chance to see it, which is quite heelish, actually. But I was going to say, were the Mysterios meant to be coming across as heels here? Or... Yeah, it they kind of like, did. It was was that it whole... like Eddie Guerrero style? Yeah, it's just they're on the outside kind of being that constant distraction and that the potential for interference. And they hinted towards that at various parts through the match. And it just, like you say, it felt a bit like, mm, who are the faces and the heels here? Because that's a pretty shitty tactic. And then, mm. yeah, like I say, with the finish and, and just chucking well, the... Well, they needed to hurry up. They had a collection special, 30% off Gennaro's fish bar to get their <laughs> delivery. <laughs> Gennaro's they were on a budget this week. <laughs> <laughs> what is Gennaro's fish bar? It's a chippy. Yeah, obviously. Where specifically chippy in by Scotland? You. Is, it, um, is it your local? Is it? In, <laughs> it's looking at it in Dunfermline. I'm sure it is. <laughs> in Dunfermline, aye. There you I go. I feel like we're just giving free advertising to really oh, shit no. takeaways there, across Scotland. <laughs> there's one in Glasgow as well. Oh, grand. There you go. See? All the best places. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we get Biggie and Apollo backstage. Biggie's wearing a really nice Gears of War shirt with the New Day on it, which is pretty cool. Um, he's interrupted by Sami Zayn. All I've put is, is just give us this feud. I want Biggie and Sami um, in this. Yeah! There was, um, so Sami goes on about the fact that he just beat Daniel Bryan and he beat him in 10 seconds. He's like, well, no, you didn't beat him in 10 seconds. You beat the 10 count to get back in. That's not beating him in 10 seconds. And he says the same thing about Apollo and he's like, oh, you know, I beat you in 10. It's like, "Mm." no, I think he says, oh, I beat you in three seconds with like the pinfall or something like that. Um, It's just nonsense. Apollo Crews then walks off and it's left with Big E and and Sami Zayn. And um, he's like, oh, people should be congratulating me and, you know, saying well done and, Biggie's like, no, no, well done, well done. Shakes his hand and then holds his hand and starts to crush it. And he's like, 10 seconds. And he starts counting. He's like, one, two, three, four, five, five count. Remember that. Five's my favourite number. My favourite number. number. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, please give us the five five count back. Bring back the five count. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Because Um, we don't know what they're doing with Big E. It's weird. But I'd love to see him go for that at least, like the so Intercontinental. Is, something is better is than nothing. Is this Sami Zayn's thing now, winning by 10 count? 
because he's done it twice now in two I know, weeks. I hope, I hope they didn't turn that I really thing. hope not. <laughs> the only, the Don't only, make it a thing. The only reason I would want that to be a thing temporarily is if we just got Big E with his five count thing back. <laughs> that was the ten count versus the five count. <laughs> <laughs> and then once he's beaten him with that, we can poo-poo it off and we can just get back to being Sa- the Sammy's Sammy Zane keeps kicking out at four. <laughs> <laughs> After this segment, we get Billy Kay trying to join the commentary desk. This is a thing every week, now, isn't it? Her just w- wondering about her CV and just trying to get um, it to people. Imagine being Billy Kay and having to do this every week. Oh, um, Billy Kay. It'd be soul-destroying. Yeah. Soul hmm. Like pretending, it away, pretending to look for a job in a company. It's making it funny, at least. Where they've got um, nothing it for you. But it's, it's like, it's a joke within a joke, isn't it? Like, she's clearly employed by WWE, but they've not got anything for her. And it's her wondering about looking for something to do because yeah. genuinely creative don't have anything creative for her to do. It's a shame. Yeah. And she's much, much better than that. And I know the whole thing was, oh, they're splitting up the Iconics to give Peyton Royce the singles push. They've the Iconics not didn't die a... for this. <laughs> They've not done a lot with Peyton Royce anyway, have they? Like, if anything, Billy Kay's probably had more TV time with the stupidness that she's doing. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, also, speaking of stuff that doesn't make sense, we then get an interview with Carmella. Nonsense. She's uh, attacked by Sasha Banks. Now, did this, did this promo not remind you of just Sasha Banks as a heel? Yeah. It was just literally was just, copy just and paste. Them around. Yeah. 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 It was so blatant. Yeah. It was crap. like, come on to fuck. Like, am... she, she even done the tone of voice while she was speaking, the exact same as what Sasha Banks would as a heel. Yeah. It really bugged me. <laughs> yeah, no, same. I'd, I've got no no time for this at all. I don't... I don't... Carmella's oh. rebrand's just shit, isn't it? It's crap. I'd actually prefer it if they'd just kept her, kept her as the the princess of Staten Island or whatever it was and just had her moonwalking and leopard print trainers. R-Truth's mate. Yeah. I was, when she was R-Truth's mate, I was all right with that. It was quite amusing. This is just nonsense. I don't like it. It's crap. Put it in bring, the cupboard. Bring James Ellsworth back. That's what I say. Definitely fucking don't. Shut your no. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, no, definitely thank you. not. <laughs> we then get Kevin Owens against Jay Uso, um, which I thought was a fairly decent match, actually. Uh, KO was on top from the off. Uh, we had Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns? Roman Reigns watching from backstage with Paulie Heyman. Um, KO, like I say, on top from the off. Jay, uh, Jay manages to regroup after throwing KO into the steps. We then get Reigns and Heyman backstage again, watching the screen. What I don't get is why does Heyman do this weird thing where he just stares yeah, at Roman? I, I said that. I seen. I said that the first because like few weeks into it, it's like he kept he keeps yeah. staring. The thing is, really. This, this happened maybe three, four times during this match. Yeah. And he's just looking at him really he changed, weirdly. He changed his facial because, expression every time too. Yeah, <laughs> like every... It's so bizarre. It's because he's his, um, his what's it called? Confidant. Special counsel. Special counsel, that's it. So he's, he's doting on everything that Roman does to see if he needs, if he needs to like... Oh, no, it's... <laughs> Don't try, don't try and adapt. sell it for more than what it is. It's Paul <laughs> Heyman looking, looking fucking weird. <laughs> it's very, very odd. This happens several times. Um, 
Owens takes over again uh, when he catches Jay through the ropes, throws him into the turnbuckle, then super kicks him over the barrier. After the break, um, KO hits a cannonball sent on from the apron onto Jay outside. Jay then attacks the injured arm of KO and takes control of the match. Owens goes for a powerbomb, but his arm gives way. Uso goes to the top, um, but KO... Uh, what have I got here? I can't read my notes properly. Uh, oh, Jay goes up to the top, um, but is met by KO on the turnbuckle, um, throws him down, and Jay misses the splash. KO manages to get his knees up. KO then hits Jay with a, like a sort of pump-handle neck breaker, yeah. like shoulder breaker. A mix between cool. a pump-handle and a nushigaroshi. Yeah, yeah. A mix between yeah. the two. That's it. Look cool, though. Um, KO then attempts a stummer, stunner, uh, but Jay throws him into the turnbuckle. Jay then just gets outside, grabs a chair, and smashes KO with it and um, gets DQ'd. There's the, before we go into details of that. Uh, there's quickly a bit where Jay goes for his like his ass thing in the corner. In the oh, like the Uso, not splash, yeah. but the yeah. Well, the well, you say Uso, Jay goes Us. Kevin Dunn doesn't have a button for the O. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, that's, that's literally what happens. <laughs> bit awkward, on, isn't it? Come on, Kevin Dunn, mate. You, you should know Play that's a thing come, by now. Come on, come on lad. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Jay gets uh, DQ'd for using the chair on KO. Uh, Jay goes to hit him again, but KO manages to knock him with a stunner. Owens throws Jay over the announce table. Uh, and then hits Jay repeatedly with a chair, screaming at the camera towards Roman, telling them that he doesn't fear any man and he doesn't fear him. I'm the head of this table. While he stood on top of the announce table, which was quite funny. And then he grabs one of the announce chairs and sits literally at the head of the table yeah. and just starts slapping the table and just says, I'll be here waiting for you. I thought that was awesome. A really, yeah. really good end to it. And Kevin Owens against fucking Roman at any point should be gold. But I love that okay. KO's just this, oh, you don't fucking care. Like, I've, I've beat up your cousin. I don't fear fucking anyone. I don't fear you. I don't disrespect I don't respect you. Really, really, really good. That just keeps getting better and better. Stone Cold Kevin Owens. Yeah, man. <laughs> Stone Cold Baldy Statcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was... See that you was... there, you go. See out there, Aaron, like Stone Cold. <laughs> That was a, a whistle-stop tour of this week's SmackDown. Um, none of us had many notes on it, unfortunately. We, we're rushing to get through a lot of stuff, but we have got a bit of time now to kind of talk about not just our particular highs and low points, but anything else within that episode that maybe we didn't dissect as much. Um, Aaron, firstly, what did you think? I know you had a few bits that you might not have got in. Um, it was more of things like people said and things but I wasn't I didn't think I missed anything that much no um just a couple of things um Graves talks about Sami Zayn not being in the same tier as Stone Cold Steve Austin and Pat Patterson as Intercontinental Champions even though Stone Cold Steve Was Austin threw Cold... his fucking title in the river yeah didn't care about it <laughs> didn't care about it <laughs> didn't give a shit um, or he was oh, not on form. 
also in, the, also in the same match, uh, Michael Cole complains about Jessica Carr's slow counting when Brian pins Sami Zayn. Oh. And it even shows a replay of it, like it was planned. It's for <laughs> Michael Cole to greet a bit it. <laughs> um, but yeah, my low point, I'm going it's going to have to be Carmela, isn't it? Ah, I think so. Yeah, Carmela. Yeah. Uh, my high point, Ziggler and Rude going to oh. win the SmackDown tag titles this year. Come on. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. They're here to show the world. They're here to show the world. Come on, bring it on. <laughs> no, he gets, he gets as excited about that as you do about the grizzled young veterans coming back to our next year. Oh. I can't wait for grizzled young veterans to beat the shit out of Rudolph. <laughs> mate, they're on the developmental brand, pal. Listen, mate, the third brand is not calling up, it's going sideways. Rebear <laughs> pools number one. Was that genuinely your highlight, Aaron? Aye. Oh, for fuck's sake. Right, okay. Of course it was. If, okay, if if Rude and Ziggler weren't on the show, what would you have been of your what what would be your high point? Right, okay. Because um, I suppose any time they're on the show, we have to take it as a no, given that that's going to be your it's high not, point, It's it? not always a given. It's just that they get underappreciated and I've got to stand up for what they are. It is a given, isn't it? Let's it's be honest. not a what, given. What they are being shite. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Calling it as I see it, mate. Uh, <laughs> what was your high point if if they weren't on there though? Uh, the story of Jey Uso is yeah. is mm. getting better and better, isn't it? Yeah, he's it turning a bit of a tweenery person now. Is he? What? Can't believe you picked Rudolph over that, mate. Yes. Why wouldn't I? <laughs> An idiot. <laughs> Jay, did you have a, a high and low point from this? Um, my low point was probably either Rudolph beating Street Profits. Fucking or... knew that was coming. Absolutely knew it that makes, was coming. No, I agree. No, it no. makes sense. Like they have, they have had a fucking incredible match against New Day, and actually, yeah. like, right, okay, Street Profits, okay, you cemented them. I that, feel like. Legitimate. Who else is going to contend for the SmackDown tag titles? Not fucking, there's many other not, teams out there. Not fucking Rudolph. Let's start this shit. Let me let me actually like justify it, please, Aaron. Um, I feel like the fact that New Day looked a bit weak on Raw and Street Profits lost on SmackDown is kind of diminishing them after like they've got like all that momentum from that match. Yeah, definitely. It, it's. It's weird that they've got like a huge win over the new day and then they lose to two jobbers. Ah, uh, well, you see, that's what happens when you pass a torch. You go in the dark and get forgotten a bit. Like Dolph. <laughs> like Dolph. <laughs> <laughs> and hey. what was your high point, Jay? It's got to be E, hasn't it? Yeah. Big E being on SmackDown. It's Not fucking. Bit. Gambling. Big, Big E talking about the five count. Oh, sorry. Instead, <laughs> instead of gambling, he's fucking shooting hoops with tinfoil. Hold on, mate. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> it, he's he's um, moving forward in going into a storyline with Sami Zayn. Ziggler's moving forward to go into a storyline with Ziggler's a job. Profits. So is Big E for the past two weeks. He's done fuck all. He's not jobbing, is he? <laughs> 
There's not big got e. much to do. Hey, Zengler's not lost. It's rude that it keeps getting pinned. Listen, mate. Big E is in Gears of War 5. What's Dolphin? <laughs> nothing. Nothing, mate. Uh, it, has he even been in any of the Marine films? No, but John, Cena, John Cena portrays him in the movie Trainwreck with Amy Schumer. Wow. Because he's too athletic in bed. They got, a, they got a better, more relevant wrestler to play Dolph. Magic. Uh-huh, Absolute okay. gold. Uh-huh, okay. uh, uh, what was your high and low, Troy? My... Dolph. <laughs> My high point would be KO against Jay. I really, really enjoyed it. It's a good match. Uh, particularly just the end, like the aftermath and the the storytelling and what hopefully we're going to go into um, with KO against Roman. Um, yeah, I'm really enjoying KO's character work at the moment. Um, we all know how good he is um, given the opportunity. Uh, and for quite a while, it feels like they have not had a clue what to do with him. But hopefully this is the start of something to get excited about with him. So that would be my high point. Uh, my low point would be everything involving Carmella. Because... Yeah. <coughs> not, <Carmelina>. <laughs> not a fan. Carmelina! Not a fan. Female so yeah, golf. Female golf. So that was smack diddly down for this week. Uh, if we miss anything out, if you agree, disagree about highs and low points, let us know on Twitter at J. Untitled Rest Pod. Lovely stuff. And you can join us for watch alongs and any other such activities on Facebook and YouTube at Aaron. Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Seamless. Seamless. Thank you for Seamless. joining us, guys. <laughs> we'll catch you next time. Bye. Jimmy Uso and Jeff Hardy are on the newest edition of Ride Along. Who's driving? The police. Wow! (laughs) Christ alive. (laughs) Jesus.